Welcome to yet another amazing alignment discussion with uh, various members of the Conscious Creators family. Uh, my name is Asher. I am <clears throat> one of the facilitators and the leader today. Um, it is the beginning of a new era in the evolution of our process and the evolution of our material and the evolution of us. And when I say us, I speak of the collective consciousness of love and truth. I speak of God consciousness. I speak of that indwelling consciousness within each of us, that, wit, that wise, infinite essence within us. I speak of that authentic higher self that can connect to the God consciousness and that consciousness of being. And I'm also speaking to all the angels and the gurus and the saints and the deities, past, present, and future, that have all contributed their unique perspective and wisdom to bring this process and the material to this point that it's at today at 11.05 on November 4th, the year 2021. And so we are going to be inaugurating a set, uh, uh, a series of discussions, new discussions, and they're going to be, I guess what we'll do today is share a little bit about conscious creators with you, the listener who might be curious to know what is conscious creators. What is the way of the conscious creator and how might this process be a benefit or usefulness to me as someone who is either curious, presently struggling with some sort of addiction or presently struggling with some sort of internal attachment to ideas, narratives and beliefs that perhaps don't serve you anymore, but you're having trouble creating the necessary space to let those go and invite new experiences in. So whoever you are, wherever you might be listening today, I welcome you and I want to commend you. We're living in incredible times right now. They're, the world um, is very much and this is just my opinion i'm gonna this is asher sharing his perspective this is not the perspective of conscious creators but my perspective is that we are very much at a junction of human evolution where there is a dividing that's going to be happening and becoming more and more and more apparent oh pardon me there's a phone call coming in yeah i can't do that right now sorry about that um there's going to be a little bit of um so there's there's going to be kind of uh, a collective consciousness of love and truth that people are going to be striving to grow along spiritual lines they're going to be striving to cultivate this relationship with uh, love and truth this love and truth within them and they're going to that's going to be continually opening these individuals up it's going to be creating opportunities externally for these individuals to recognize and embrace opportunities for growth and expansion. Uh, this collective consciousness of love and truth is 
going to slowly sort of coagulate and become its own physical reality. And it's going to break away from the traditional, uh, you know, what has always been on earth, which has been us surviving and us living in fear and us trying to either control or be controlled because of that fear within us. So, so there'll be a collective consciousness of fearful individuals who either need to be controlled or need to control. And there'll be a collective consciousness of individuals who are able to stand in infinite truth and give and receive love in, in increasing degrees. So these alignment discussions and the way the conscious creator and conscious creators as a pro, pro, process and a modality is of service to those individuals who are hitting a bottom right now in this present moment with fear and their need to either be controlled or need to exert control over others. And they've hit a bottom with that much like an addict or an alcoholic or some other form of addiction. They would hit a bottom with a ritual, a, a, an unconscious ritual of behavior. And they just, they hit a bottom and they say, I can't live like this anymore. I can't live in fear anymore. I can't let all these external things control me. I can't control these other things. It's making me insane when I try to exert dominance over all these people. It's like trying to shoot at a moving target. They won't listen. They won't do what I want. They are their own people. They're rebelling against me. Now they're resenting me and they're hating me. I need to surrender. I surrender my investment in fear and the need for control. And so when an individual wakes up to that moment and arrives at that bottom, they will, they, we want the voice and the message of conscious creators to be there for them. Because at that point in that moment and from then on out, that individual is open to our message and is desiring with increasing regularity to have a personal experience with our process. Because this process has been the most profound gift that's ever been bestowed upon me. And I say that even beyond my children. And for those of you who know me out there, I, Dylan and Emmy are, uh, oh, I just tear up every time I think about them. I love my daughter so much. That That's obviously such a profound gift. And I understand and I recognize uh, just how, 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 what a profound gift that is. Um, every day. I mean, I, you know, externally, I, I, you know, on paper, you would say, you would look at my life and you would say, oh, well, okay. He works at Trader Joe's. He makes $16 an hour. Let's see. He lives at a bunk bed on a bunk bed at an artist co-housing half the week. And he lives with a roommate in Echo Park on his kids' days. Well, that's kind of interesting and weird and all over the place. Those cars paid off. It's 15, 20 years old. It's got some dents in it. He's not particularly impressive looking. He's got, I think, $1,000 in his bank account right now. So externally on paper, you go, okay, well, I don't really want what this guy has. Well, thankfully, this process and conscious creators only promises one thing, and that is an inner sense of wholeness and joy. And when I say that I am so grateful for this process, 
even more so than my children. What I mean by that is that without this process and without me actively participating in working these alignment mantras on a daily basis, I wouldn't have my children in my life. I would be yet another estranged, alcoholic, addicted father, just like my father and his father, who had no personal bond with their children and whose children would grow up being affected by that. And believe me, it's been a rocky road even to get to this point. But thankfully, there has been, we have been given a solution in conscious creators for those who are willing to be active, who are willing to do the work, who are willing to sit down and do these mantras and change the polarity in their mind, to change the thought structures in their mind, to create new thought patterns and new beliefs and new opportunities inside their mind that allows them to create a, a new life externally. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to read a little bit of material for you today. And I'm going to expand on it. Um, okay, about us. So Conscious Creators is an anonymous group that follows a set of traditions that's similar to those found in 12-step programs. And for those of you who don't aren't familiar with 12-step programs, um, I'll have additional information on this for you at the next um, podcast. So each individual's perspective, each participant's perspective is valued and honored. No individual's point of view is considered absolute or authoritative. And what I mean by that, what's meant by that in the literature, is that someone says something, it doesn't mean it's true. It just means that it's their truth. It's true for them. Um, you know, obviously, um, our unique connection to truth is always evolving and we're gaining understanding and we're here to help each other in that process. Each one of us is going to come into these alignment discussions and these meetings into this process with their own bias and their own um, prejudices and their own, you know, all these all these things that they've carefully constructed. You know, they, the, the, these beliefs that have closed them off from the great spirit of love and truth slowly and surely. Each belief, each narrative, each story, it's like a brick and a wall that separates us. It separates us from the shared reality of love and truth. So um, there is no authority here. The only purpose of conscious creators is to help the individual to reconnect to that inner authority of infinite love and truth within them and to begin to have a personal relationship with that power and to become guided by that power's insights if that individual should desire such an experience. The only purpose of conscious creators is to facilitate and to help an individual to have their own internal relationship with a greater power and perspective than their self, especially a self that's living in a trauma avatar state, a self that believes things about the world that limits their experiences and limits their capacity to give and receive love. Okay, so our process is outlined in the following measures. First, we're going to recognize habit patterns that undermine our purpose. So recognition is very important. Next, we're going to gain awareness of our self-defeating habit patterns. So a self-defeating habit pattern is a pattern of behavior that undermines our purpose and welfare. 
So these are the these are the patterns of behavior that we're doing that at this point in our lives as adults, it's undermining our capacity to expand our ability to love and be loved. To recognize and embrace opportunities for growth and expansion, to be open and receptive to new life affirming opportunities to consciously create new. New life affirming experiences, experiences that fulfill our fundamental human needs. Okay, more on that in a minute. Third, we're going to acknowledge the effects of supporting our self-defeating habit patterns. So we've lived consciously and unconsciously in a state of self-imposed enslavement to these thought patterns and these habit patterns that once served us. And so we're just going to acknowledge the effects of those um, patterns in our lives and our ability to, you know, give and receive love. Okay, uh, we begin to cultivate a curious and receptive mind. So this is that that part where it's like we're shifting into hope or faith. We're saying what what else is possible for us beyond this, you know, self-imposed um, persona or this trauma avatar that we've created and are singularly identified with as if it's absolute truth. So we're going to begin to cultivate a curious and receptive mind. We're going to become open to new possibilities, basically. What else is possible for us? Then we're going to begin to accept the possibility of new life-affirming opportunities and experiences. And that manifests in the form of our uh, possibility mantras. So there's a set and there's a series of ongoing possibility mantras that we do in conjunction with calisthenics and stretching and exercise and hand mudras that helps to cultivate and establish these new thought patterns in our brain. We're establishing the possibility of new experience prior to actually going and consciously creating those experiences. So that's what the fourth and the fifth measure of our process is all about. Now in six, that's where we're going to bring our unique perspective. We're going to bring our attitude and our outlook into alignment with our purpose. And our purpose is to help fulfill fundamental human needs as they exist on the planet right now. More on those needs in a moment. And it's not just our needs, by the way. It's needs, human, fundamental human needs as they exist on the planet right now. We will be fulfilling our own unfulfilled needs as we move towards that. But we're also going to be supporting others who also want to become whole and joyous. Okay. So we bring our perspective into alignment with our purpose. So we do that through a series of beautifully, divinely inspired um, meditative mantras. So they, they involve neuro-linguistic programming. They use uh, specific language that helps, the, helps each person, helps the individual to cement their commitment to establishing that pattern of behavior. It actually, and then it invites the collective consciousness of love and truth into that creative opportunity, into that process to help guide that individual through conscious insights. And there's a series of 21 mantras within the alignment, um, within the alignment mantras uh, in the sixth measure. And those 21 mantras are unbelievably, unbelievably powerful. And we're going to be going through each one of those mantras over the course of the coming years on these podcast discussions. So once we get into actively participating and changing our brains and, and changing our vibrational frequency, we can then begin to recognize and act upon these insights of a conscious and creative mind. So that's the seventh measure.
So and these insights come to us not just from our own mind being conscious and creative, because as you know, a lot of times we're highly reactive and fearful or scared or anything but conscious and creative. But luckily, the minds that we're starting to surround ourselves with and interact with and create bonds with, well, they will be conscious and creative in that moment. And they'll be able to offer an insight through that infinite power of love and truth that we need to recognize and embrace and incorporate into our process of healing and becoming because we're constantly in a state of becoming. Okay. We're never, we never arrive. We're always becoming those of you who knew these alignment discussions or came to those meet this, these meetings three, four, five years ago, who are sitting here listening to this today can attest to that. We're always becoming this process is in a state of becoming Asher gray is in a state of becoming you are also in a state of becoming and evolving and becoming more whole and more useful. Okay, the last two measures, well, we're going to create space by releasing what no longer serves us. So as we start to concentrate and focus our mind upon these new possibilities, we stop concentrating upon the what could go wrong or what you know past traumas these things that could happen that might happen you know we 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 train our mind to stop avoiding what we don't want to experience and start embracing what we truly consciously desire our healthy dreams and desires and that brings us to the ninth measure we're going to consciously create new life affirming experiences new experiences that support those healthy dreams and desires and help us to fulfill the, our fundamental human needs. So our purpose as conscious creators is to fulfill fundamental human needs and guide others who have a desire and a willingness to do the same. So in this uh, process, you, you have to have a desire and a willingness. A desire alone is, is not going to help you do anything. Just, just, just know that now. So you have to be willing to take the action. You have to be willing to sit with the alignment mantras and actually use your logos, your voice to transmit and to carry out into the ethers. You have to activate. There's, a, there, there's an action that must be taken. And that activating action brings this new perspective, this new attitude and outlook into uh, reality. And it's very organic. It's very authentic. It's something that cannot be replicated, something that cannot be faked or achieved through any external mechanism. Okay. We create space by releasing no long, what no longer serves us. So we will be releasing thought patterns, beliefs, narratives, relationships, jobs, all these things that don't serve us. Okay. And then we're going to be consciously creating these new life affirming experiences. And so if that, you know, as we move through that process and we start to become that process and we integrate these measures and the mantras into our, our being, well, we become conscious creators and we're owning the fact that our fundamental purpose is to help fulfill fundamental human needs as they exist on the planet right now. Human beings have fundamental needs that include connection, security, community, intimacy communication, creative expression, sensation, progression, and reflection. These nine fundamental human needs are so important. And 
actively fulfilling them is the key to living in a state of wholeness and joy. The way the conscious creator is a perfect, it's a perfect companion process for anyone engaged in therapy, healing modalities, 12-step work, and more. All we are doing here is actively changing habit patterns that 12-steppers might call defects of character, people in, uh, you know, different trauma therapies or different um, support groups for healing might call just habit patterns or the effects of trauma or scars. Um, there's a lot of names for them, but all we do is help the person to cultivate and sustain new thought patterns, new habitual thought patterns that support them in, in becoming whole and joyous internally. Okay, so that we're going to get into a little bit about why this is so important right here. So after achieving physical sobriety, many, including myself, may find that their disruptive thought patterns create challenges. These patterns may diminish the quality of their recovery and also in, in, increase their chances of relapse. In order to sustain conscious contact with this greater power than self, this spiritual love and truth, Recovering addicts will need to become responsible for the mental effects of past traumas. Now, how does someone become responsible for the mental effects of past traumas? Well, we help the person to do that. There's a three-phase process, and it's very, uh, oh, what would it be? It's, um, you have to first step out of denial and acknowledge that you're at war with yourself. I had to step out of denial and acknowledge that I was at war and I was wrestling with these parts of myself that represented my past, but had no bearing on my presence or where I wanted to go in my future. So these are the obstacles to long-term recovery. And you want to call it self-realization, wholeness, fulfillment, um, whatever you call it. These patterns are in the way and we can help you with that. So we practice meditative mantras to help the trauma-affected mind become open and receptive to new experiences and opportunities. Our mantras mitigate the effects of common survival patterns, much like chemotherapy can shrink tumors or medication can make a virus undetectable. This creates, and, and really what we're doing is we're lulling the old patterns into sleep. We're, we're raising our vibration beyond it, and we're coming into this new vibrational platform, this new vibrational field of energy where those old patterns and beliefs and stuff just aren't even relevant. They kind of break apart and disperse, and we're over here in the new realm, you know, kind of like a caterpillar. So there's like a caterpillar. It's in the chrysalis. This process is kind of like the chrysalis, and then emerges the butterfly. And the butterfly is energetically connecting to its reality in a new and profound way. And it has no bearing or recollection or residue of remembrance from the caterpillar it was as, you know, a large portion of its life. That's exactly what this process is. Okay. All right. So, um, so by practicing these mantras, we create the mental space to ra gradually reconnect to that internal love and truth, that greater power and perspective, God consciousness, the consciousness of being, all of it. We can we gradually connect to this over time. And by actually connecting with this part within us and within the, you know, everything, the all, by connecting to this infinite spiritual love and truth, 
we help people to overcome their intellectual resistance through a direct, and this is so important you guys, through a direct personal experience. Okay? We're not asking you to believe in something you can't touch, taste, feel, or sense. We're inviting you to accept the possibility and then enter into personally experiencing this uh, spiritual love and truth that dwells within you now as it always has. Okay? So we meet regularly in order to cultivate a community based upon mutual fulfillment. This isn't a support group. We're not here to talk about our own problems and just kind of reprogram them or pretend they don't exist. We're in, we're participating in an actual active transformation. We're actively transforming our thought patterns and our beliefs and our energetic vibration so that we can become who we were born to become and create our lives from that place. Okay. So we come together in a sincere and intentional space with a singleness of purpose that might otherwise be unavailable. Our anonymous alignment discussions are uploaded to our podcast so that they might benefit others as well. Because obviously we're living in an age where people are increasingly isolated, but they're also desiring connections. It's just like how everything works. So the less connection a person has, the more they desire and they crave that connection. So we're utilizing our podcast platform to transmit this message to people so that they can not feel alone and they can identify. And then eventually, they, as their, their vibration increases, they're going to want to participate and they're going to want to share their experiences with others who might also benefit. Okay, And as they continue to move along the vibrational scale and they become the butterfly, well, they're going to consciously create opportunities for people to start to fulfill these fundamental needs. That's the purpose of this. The more that we have wholeness and joy internally, the less that we need all this other stuff. Okay. Um, all right. So that's a little bit about us. I think that's it for today. I'm really grateful. I'm going to close. I have a couple of minutes. I just want to share intimately. Um, you know, in the minutes rolling up to this at 11 o'clock, I didn't have an expectation rolling into this. And I was sitting down and I was doing my work and um, taking notes about what it looks like to sit at this active participation table and what it looks like to be an active listener in the other section of the meeting. And I wasn't getting caught up in people showing up or not showing up. I have complete faith in what's guiding me now. And in the past, my worst fear would have been, oh, God, no one's going to show up or, geez, no one showed up. I remember the, uh, the very, very first time I did a conscious creator meeting here at Pathfinders, I think one guy showed up. He was in the back. He was drunk and he was snoring. And um, <clears throat> I went and got high on methamphetamines that same day in reaction to that. It meant so much to me that no one showed up and it was so indicative that I was it meant it meant something to me. I created meaning around that. It meant that I was no good, that I was a failure. And I have a lot of heart and compassion for that guy. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to get anything going when you're living like that. So today, no one showed up. And I was just like, okay, well, I love this. I think this is going to be so helpful for so many people. And, it, you know, 
there's a reason no one showed up. And it was for me to get my work done and for me to elaborate with you and to get clear with myself and my higher power and the powers that are guiding me. What are we doing here? So I was able to take some really great notes and I was able to kind of see a little bit more about how this thing needs to be structured and how we can keep it on topic because um, it's really important for people to be continuously bringing their uh, uh, concentrating their, their attention, redirecting their attention and concentrating upon these things that they desire, even if they don't know how that's going to come about and they have no faith that could, it can even happen. We want to, it, it, it's possible. It, it's definitely possible. Okay. So, um, yeah, so hopefully this answers some of the questions that you might have about conscious creators. For other thought leaders and spiritual um, um, leaders in the community, if you um, want to donate your time, and come down and meet in person and become part of one of our um, alignment discussions and sit at the active participation table with those who are going to be actually contributing the bulk of the the material for the um, podcast. I would we would be so honored to have you come down and sit in on one of these. So if you'd like more information about that, please feel free to contact me. You have to live in the Los Angeles area because right now. Um, we're doing everything anonymously, so we're not really doing Zoom quite yet. We will soon, as soon as we get to the point where we um, elect to do so through group conscience. But in the interim, if you live in Los Angeles County and would like a list of topics of upcoming alignment discussions, I'd be happy to provide those to you. And that way we can get you in person and you can have an opportunity to share your unique perspective and outlook with other people who might be struggling with what you've been through and also benefit from your current perspective and where you're headed and offer inspiration and help to those people. And with that, I really thank you so much today for taking 30 minutes out of your life to listen. And um, I hope everyone has a blessed day. Thank you in love and truth. Goodbye. <laughs>